I'm Adam Hergenrother, and welcome to Business Meets Spirituality. This is a show for leaders and high achievers who've experienced success on the outside and still feel like something is missing in their life, who have made money and accomplished big goals, but then ask themselves, is this all there is? After all, business is nothing but a conduit for your personal growth. Need nothing and enjoy everything. This is Business Meets Spirituality. Welcome to the podcast. Super excited today. We're going to be talking about thinking action equals results. You know, this is a foundational topic for how you can make a significant change in the results that you're going for. So for instance, like if, if you want to change something in your life, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's your weight, whether it's your business, whether it's a relationship, in order to change a result, you first have to change the thinking. And as you change the thinking, it changes the action. As you start changing the action, it changes the results. Now, I say that I do believe that you can change your action, which then changes the results, which then changes your thinking. So it doesn't mean that the variables in the equation have to always go thinking plus action equals results. That is the equation. Now, where you start in the equation has, doesn't matter to me or shouldn't matter to you. I used to teach that it has to be thinking first, but I've actually realized that like there are people that can just change their action. They may be thinking something, but then they change their action to overcome their thinking, which then changes the results and then changes their thinking about the action that they're doing. So I don't want to limit anybody in their and how they're getting a new result in their life. I just... what. What is clear is that the equation is T plus A equals R. Thinking plus action equals results. So when you want a different result in your life, one of the two first variables have to change. Either you're thinking first. So for instance, if you want to lose weight, then you have to start, okay, oh, let me think about what I want to do. Then I'm gonna then I'm gonna create a plan and the thinking of the new plan. That's great. And then I take a new action based on the new plan and then I get a new result. Now, for some of us, if we get caught in our thinking way too much, we actually don't end up taking any action and then we no longer get the result. So when when I first looked at this, when I when I created this was well, for me, it's always been thinking. But then when I thought about some aspects of my life, I've actually started the action before my thinking was really in line with it. So I don't want to, if you're listening to this and thinking like, I've got to change my thinking and if my thinking's not right, then I'm not going to change my action. Don't kind of bring that to yourself. What I want you to focus on is I want a new result in my life and which variable makes sense for me based on the results that I need to change. So for instance, if it's physical, right? And as, as most people probably know, if you don't, I mean, I lost close to 100 pounds when I was 16 years old. And for me, it was the thinking that first jarred that for me. And then I took action. And so that's why I naturally go to that. But I think there's, there's episodes in my life where I've gone, well, I don't really think that way quite yet, but I'm going to start taking this action. And as I take the action, the results start changing and you have this virtuous cycle. Now, I've, I've been talking about this in a way in, in more of a positive light because you're changing the result based in a, in a favorable way that you want to do it. But don't, re, don't forget that this can go into a vicious cycle pretty quickly. For instance, if you start, if you've been exercising for a long period of time and you go, you know what, like I'm just going to take a week off, right? And then I take the week off and all of a sudden your actions start to change and you start to get a little lazy. Guess what happens to the result, i.e. your weight, you increase your weight. And then you just get into this vicious cycle of thinking and acting a certain way. 
So then if you want to break yourself out of that, maybe one day you just listen to a podcast, that's shameless plug, right? Maybe you listen to or read a certain book or do something that's there that just inspires you to go, you know what, I got to change something in my life. And so then all of a sudden the action, maybe that thinking is what jarred it. But the, the important part of this is as you change your action, you're going to strengthen all three of those. Again, you're going to strengthen them positively. You're going to strengthen them negatively. So Going back to the example, if you wanted to, if you wanted to um, lose weight and you first, maybe you just, you're fighting it with your mind. Like, well, I really don't need to lose weight. I'm just happy with where I am. Maybe all those things I want to do. But there's a part of you that says, you know what? I, I, I really want to make this happen faster. Or just, there's part of me that wants to do it. So just start putting your shoes on and walking, right? Start putting food down at night. It's not hard to do these things, yet there's this pull to wanna, that wanna, to allow us to not overcome these things, right? It's either your willpower or your discipline or those things that are happening there. Um, so uh, even right now in my life, I'm, I'm trying to lose weight and I've lost like seven pounds. I'm trying to get it. I want to get down to another eight pounds. It's really difficult. I got on the scale this morning and I only lost 0.6 pounds and I've been losing a pound every week. And I know because I, like, I literally wrote to my nutritionist. I said, look, well, look, I grabbed an extra handful of granola and I had some rice chips over the course of the week. And if that freaking put me into not only losing a pound, but only like a half a pound, then I don't know what I need to do. Um, and so I haven't heard back from her. So hopefully she's got something good for me there. But again, I do know that I added a little bit of extra carbs in there. Maybe it was that that I needed to do. So maybe the action I need to make, by the way, I also slipped a little bit of my thinking. I go, well, I've been losing a pound every every week. I can go back to a little bit how I was eating, right? I can have a little bit more granola. It's not like I'm eating Burger King, right? And like, I can just have an extra scoop of granola. But the reality is, is that action then spurred me to the next day wanting to have some more rice chips and then in with hummus. And it's, again, it's, I, I tell myself, well, these are all healthy things. It's like r- beans and like, you know, coconut oil and it's just all organic and non-GMO and it's got all these sexy labels on it that makes me feel like it's not going to make me gain weight, right? But the thing is that that trigger, that thinking first entered in there, then spurred my action to actually eat some different things, which caused me to only lose or you know maintain basically my weight for it. So then I have to go back and say, okay, well, I need to change some action, which means that I need to just eliminate part of that for either a period of time or need to do it. It's the same thing for you in your life. When you want to change the result in your life, you first need to say, okay, what do I need to do? Do I need to get my thinking straight on this or do I need to take action? Which one needs to happen first for me? And so whatever that is, maybe again, if you want to lose weight, maybe just go for a run. Maybe the run in itself or walk, right? I don't care what you do. Just move for 20 minutes. Maybe that in itself then changes your thinking about your next food meal, right? And then that in itself starts strengthening the two variables, then produces a better result. And then bring this into business. If you want to go grow your business by 10 or 15%, right? Then what are you willing to do differently to get a different result? It's not difficult, right? If you know, if you've been waking up and doing the same thing every single day and your business is growing by 1% or staying where it is, look, the majority of businesses that I see out there, plus or minus 10% based on how the economy is going, they stay where they are. And they stay where they are is because they keep doing the exact same things over and over again. If you look at a scale of like one to 10, where like a zero is a low impact and like a 10 is like the highest impact, not necessarily a 10 times return, but the highest impact that you can have on the time that you're doing based on where you're at in your business now, um, because that can always evolve, that scale always grows. Um, You look at it, this is where I see people go. It's, It's people think that they're actually really good at saying no to things but they're actually not. 
let me give you an example. It's like if something shows up and it's like, hey, I'm selling tires and you're like, well, I'm really good. I said no to tires because I have no need to buy tires right now. Or if somebody's selling kites and you have no need to buy a kite, you don't buy a kite. And so you train or trick yourself into thinking that you're actually good at saying no. But the reality is, is what you end up doing is you think that things that are going to lose you money or that you don't need, you say no to, and, and you're like, okay, that's good. Then you start saying things that maybe that's a one or a two. And in business, they make you money. Maybe it's 50 grand, maybe it's 25 grand, maybe it's 70 grand, maybe it's 100, maybe it's a million. Whatever the number is, you start saying yes to it. And so then you get caught up in saying yes to where I find is around this kind of three or four. So you're saying yes to three or four. It's making you enough money that you're going, wow, I'm just really, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Like I'm, I, can, I can feel it, right? I'm strengthening this. This feels good. And then you, the first little bit, you get to it. So you're experiencing it, but then you end up staying there because what happens is you don't want to disrupt your three or four income level. You really don't want to. You want to hold on to it. You want to keep it nice and tight. You don't really want that because remember, the hardest time to change is when things are going well. If you're at ground zero, saying yes to a three is pretty easy because you're at ground zero, right? But when you start having this little source of income that's coming in and you get comfortable with it, then you just, you, it's very hard for you to disrupt that. It's just very hard to disrupt your own income because then it threatens your identity. It threatens who you are. It threatens, um, okay, if I can no longer keep my membership at the club or I keep at this house or I can't buy these certain clothes, you start having this fear around not wanting to let go of the part of you, right? That we always talk about here, that not letting go of the part of you that allow yourself to grow to the next level in business. And I, and I think in business where we see that a lot is um, that people aren't willing to, it's usually higher. Yes. Making that, making a higher to get, take them to that next level. They're yeah, not willing to make yeah. that investment. Yeah. Not into the investment because they've used, if you're making a hundred, this is, I think most businesses get stuck around hundred to 150 grand, right? All the ones you've looked at inside and outside of real estate, it's like, boom, 150 grand, they stop, right? It's like there. And because then they've addicted their life to $150,000 of income. And so then there's nothing left over to invest into people. And that okay. takes a massive shift in thinking in order to make that change. Well, it does. It takes a massive shift in thinking because you have to go, I have to let go of who I was as this person has all of this material things and houses and Porsches, which was me at some point, right? Um, you have to let go of that to be able to have additional income to invest into your first person. And then as you invest into your first person, then you realize like, holy shit, like that actually gives me time and money which is what you built a business for anyways. So you have more time to figure out who you are, right? And then you have more money to invest in the people, give, do whatever you want, buy a Ferrari. I don't care what it is that you're doing, right? You just have more money to be able to do these different things or help the good or give it all away. It just doesn't matter. You have more time, right? And so when you think about this, you're in this three or four stage, you have to disrupt a level of thinking that you're at, just like Hallie said, you have to disrupt it. So what are you willing, so when I go and I go back to, if you want to grow your business 15, 20%, what are you willing to do differently? What are you willing to sacrifice in your current life in order to say no? And i give you a more con- easier example to realize, if you want to lose weight, you may have to say no to going out with your friends on Friday night because every Friday night, you're, you drink three glasses of wine and then you realize you never exercise and you have what's called the what the hell effect, which is actually, folks, a real DSM criteria. If you want to go look it up, you can. It's called what the hell effect. And it literally says, well, you know what? I've had three beers tonight. What the hell? I'll exercise tomorrow. Or what the hell? I might as well have some pizza now. And it's just a, it's a way of kind of letting yourself off the hook, right? It's when you have low willpower. 
So you, so you do that, and then all of a sudden, Sunday, Saturday shows up, and then Sunday shows up, and you just didn't. And then by the by, what the hell? It's already happened. I might as well start on Monday. And then Monday shows up, and it's raining out, and it's cold, and you didn't really sleep because your kids are up, or you just you did whatever you need to do, and then you get up, you're like, well, I'll start tomorrow. And then next thing you know, your thinking has changed your action, which now has changed your results, right? And so that's just an easier example to kind of see in the physical side, but in the business, it's the same thing. You have to say you have to be willing to sacrifice something in order to grow. So for you, it may say, I need to sacrifice time, right? I may have to add more time in order to get to it. It may be that you need to stop living higher on the hog now so you can actually have more money to do it, which is what I typically see people doing, which we all know that. And by the way, how much, how much satisfaction does having all of these cool things actually bring, right? They don't, right? I mean, you've experienced that. You all know that. You can, you can superficially tell yourself that these things that you've gotten have made you feel better, but deep down inside, you know they haven't. You know, when you get a, a new car and you've got a payment on it, I'm not saying you do or don't need a payment, but you get it. It's cool for like two weeks and then all of a sudden it's just a car again. Oh, it's like, oh, there it is driving that BMW or driving that Mercedes or whatever it is, right? So you don't, so you, you've already realized this, that you don't need to change that. So change your thinking around that and now have money to invest in the people, which will feel a lot better because you're actually going to get time, which is what you want because then you can put, here's the thing about choices, by the way. People that matter the most matter more than anything else. People that matter the most matter more than anything else. And, and, and you say that, but what I see is people don't actually responding to that or, or following through with that action. Meaning, if I said what was the most important to a group of 300 people, and, the, and most of them would say my kids, right? Then ultimately, when you, if, you, if I looked at your calendar and your bank account of what you actually spent money on and how you actually spent your time, not the color-coded, sexy calendar that you've created, the one where you actually spent time on, you would see that that's not accurate. You actually, what you spent your money on and how you spent your time wouldn't be in the highest use because the statement that people that matter the most matter more than anything else. Now, I'm not saying you're doing it intentionally. I'm just saying that you're getting caught because you're not aware of another source that you could do that's higher and above where you are. And that's where people get caught. It's not like you're deliberately saying, they don't matter to me. I'm just telling you that there's a different way to live so that you can put these thinking and actions and results into your life so you can bring these more into play so the people that matter the most are actually mattering the most. The other thing about this is, and this is the psychological term, is where most people live a life, particularly achievers, where the people that matter the most matter the least right? And the people that know them the most like them the least. And the people that know them the least like them the most. And a lot of people live their life that way. And therefore, but they think they're taking care of somebody that's close to them, but they're really living their life the opposite way. Whereas if you, if the people that know you the most like you the most, then the people that know you the least are going to like you the least. But it doesn't matter because the core group of people that you hang out with know how much you love them. And, and stop trying to do it the opposite way and achievers get caught in that. So you're sacrificing something, right? You need to sacrifice something in your life or say no to something in your business world that's currently making. So let's just say you have a platform or some marketing avenue that you're doing right now that's giving you a, you know, a, a, the majority of your business or a percentage of your business. And yet you need additional funds to maybe get a new way of advertising that's going to be even, that could be off the charts but you don't want to disrupt that. So maybe you just say, okay, how can I save some money on some things now that I'm personally investing in so I can invest it into this new platform without giving up where you're at to see if it gives you a better return. That's the testing model. Then what you do is, so the goal of building the business in this is that you then go from a three or four to a five and then to a six 
and then to a seven. And the neat thing is, is once you start getting on this little roadmap, you realize that there is a, always a, a better way of investing your money until you realize that the best way to invest your money is in the people. And then once you realize that, then you say, well, how to make sure I surround myself with the best people at all times. And so then you ultimately start looking around. Then, then you realize that you're not a sports team where you're fixed to a certain number of people and you can actually have as big an organization as you want, which has been proven to us more and more again with 50,000 employees or 100,000 employees. I don't know how many Amazon has right now. It's ridiculous, right? But like it's been proven to you. So there's not like in sports, you can have a certain amount of players. So you always have to trade, right? You don't have to do that in business, right? You can, you can have as many wonderful people around you growing your organization. But this is going to start to get a different result. It's going to start with what are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to give up? And I can't answer that for you. You can only do it for yourself. What are you willing to give up? And again, is it, what are you willing to invest into? What are you willing to change about your approach? What self-leadership are you going to put into yourself so that you raise the level of leadership in your entire organization so everyone operates better? So that not everyone's operating in that same way. There's like that whole return on, on, you know, on your investment, right, piece. Um, people think they have this kind of illusion that when I hire somebody that I, that I get time back. Well, it should be both. You should get time and money because they're impacting your clients or your business in a different way. And that's, that's if you have the right individuals that are doing all of that. So bring that into it. So when you think about this, is your thinking plus your actions plus your results, which one are you going to move first? And as you start to move that back, and by the way, I also want you to realize this, if something hasn't gone the way you want it to, and you're listening to this and you're going, well, I, I really, I'm not happy with an area of my life. Think about how that's changed, what you've done over the past month or year to cause you to think a certain way about it. And what action do you have to take tomorrow? Now, don't like go out there and think that you're going to be Spider-Man and have 17 different superhero things you're going to do tomorrow to make your life better. Just pick one. Pick one. And if it's in business, you want to increase your business, know that you have to get rid of that fear in order to invest into something else. That could go wrong. Yes. But you know, in, in most of my life, people, I remember, I, I remember the story clearly is my first, one of my first investment deals on BlackRock side, I walked out of a closing and I just signed personally for like a $19 million loan, which is pretty decent, right? Um, it's, it's a lot of debt. It's good debt, but it was 19 million. And my attorney, who's one of the highest attorneys around here, walks out with me and he looks at me and he goes, how do you sleep at night? I just remember this car. I go, oh, what, do, what do you mean? How do I sleep? And he goes, how do you sleep at night? I go, well, what do you mean? He goes, man, you just signed personally for $19 million. And I'm thinking about it. Like, how do you sleep at night? And I go, actually, I never thought about it that way. Because if I failed, I would just rebuild it. So that's a whole, like, that's a unique way of thinking. Not that many people actually think that way. But we're talking about kind of getting some of these business leaders to think that, think way. that way. How do, how do, where, where can someone start? Well, I think it starts by knowing that you'll always be whole and complete, right? That you are always first being. And then um, the second step to that is that knowing that there's nothing that you fail in the material. Here's the thing. If you're an achiever and you're, if you achieve success, check the money box. This has helped me in my life, right? And I won't go in the whole spiritual thing right now in the whole conversation. Just stop for a second. Just check the money box. Meaning that no matter what happens in your life, you will always be able to make money. And you just need to check that box and put it aside. Because if you've gotten to this level, you've probably failed many times. We've always figured out how to make money. So just check it. It's the fear of not having enough or not having money that prevents you from actually doing these things. So for me, it was like, I know I could, if, if everything just went to hell and I just lost everything there, I would 
I would go start something else. I would do it again. I wouldn't look at it as of like, oh my God, I'm defeated and failure. I mean, you're here for a little period of time in this earth. Go explore it, right? Push it to its, whatever it is that's there. But check the money box. Because once you do that and you kind of put it aside, you'll always be able to just know that the money is going to, you'll always be able to make money. Meaning that, yes, maybe you're not in a yacht, right, tomorrow, or maybe you're not flying around in a helicopter, which, you know, or any of these things, or they're not really going to make you happy anyways. They can enhance your life. Yes, let me tell you that. They can, those things do, but they're not going to make you happy anyways. What's going to make you happy is enjoying the struggle and the journey of building these things anyways. Did I answer your question? So I think you just need to, if you're listening to this and you're an achiever, just go, you know what? I need to have, I need to have faith and understand that I can always just check that box and I'll always be able to make money no matter what happens. And it gives you that feeling of more of that security. Doesn't mean that that fear isn't going to show up, right? That it's going to show up at different times. It just, for me, it was just like, I just, I just honestly just didn't care. I, I didn't. Yeah. And we were actually talking about this yesterday and I think, oh, this is great for those, you know, entrepreneurs who are super risk tolerant. But then when we were actually talking having the similar conversation yesterday, I realized I'm an employee. I get paid by you. But the fact of the matter is I actually believe the same thing. Yes. If everything disappeared tomorrow, I would be totally fine. I know how to make money. I know how to help build businesses, et cetera, et cetera. So that's exactly it's not right. just for entrepreneurs. Well, that's a, yeah. And thank you for pointing that. I mean, that's the truth. I mean, it, it went the, the way all the talented people that were here would just go somewhere else, right? In fact, I can think of there's a big company that sold GE around here. And after they built it up, GE bought them out. And, you know, obviously it's always transition times, different things. I just know that like the, there's a group that then started another company that had nothing to do with the original GE, but guess where they went and found all these people, <laughs> from this company and they brought them all over to work together as the same team. So there's always this expansion and contraction in the world, right? Just like your breath in and out, right? There's expansion and there's some contraction, different things, right? So you just need to understand that you always just need to check that box. As an employee, if you bring value in an organization as an employee, as a force multiplier, right? Founder and force multiplier, right? If you, this, if you bring that in there or as an entrepreneur, or as a CEO, that a CEO gets laid off from one company and then picked up by another company that you hear about, they're always you're always going to be able to add value. It's when you come from a place of scarcity or have fear, fear. around that of not being able to do it is when you actually don't be able to provide value. <laughs> so it's the thinking pattern that changes your actions because you know that you do it. So you're letting go of that part of you, that fear, that then changes the whole results in your life, right? So the, the kind of to wrap this up, Thinking plus action equals results. I don't care which variable you change. Just know you have to start changing one of them. And I want you to go out tomorrow and I want you to start thinking or even today about one action or thinking pattern that you're going to change that then changes the result that's most important to you. People that matter the most matter more than anything else. The thing is when you believe that and you can not just believe, when you feel that, your decisions actually become easy. Because the funny thing is, it's not like in grade school they're teaching you about decisions, which wasn't as important maybe a hundred years ago when you didn't have many choices of what you want to do, but we live in a world now where you can do anything, right? And anywheres. It's a global world. We don't teach people about decisions anymore. And we expect people to come out of the world about making all of these big decisions. Well, it's no long, no wonder why people struggle with this. 
And that's the whole point of what we want to do is so just understand you can plant your decisions. You can, you can, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of the questions you ask, and that can actually help with the decisions that you're making. So thinking plus action equals results. Which one are you going to change as you start changing these? Um, just watch the process in this and become aware of it. And remember, if you want to change something, you have to remove something. Maybe it's, it's a sacrifice. Maybe it's saying no to an event. Maybe it's, it's you know, that you're, you're strict in your diet. So you know that if you go out to eat, you're going to have a glass of wine. You have a glass of wine. Look, I get it. If I go out to eat and I have a glass of wine, forget it, right? Like seriously, like I, I can't control it. And I'm a pretty disciplined person, but I know if I go out there, oh man, it takes so much energy for me to resist it. And I end up spending a lot of the time resisting the resistance <laughs> and not enjoying the dinner. And then, so then I just, so then I just started working backwards. And that was a big period of my life to saying, well, then why am I even doing this? If me, is me grabbing this extra food make me even happier? Well, no. Does me wanting to get this car make me actually happier? No. So then you back up and say, okay, then why am I doing this? I'm here to enjoy the experience of it. And then you start losing the fear of it. And so now you can go into more restaurants easier, at least for me, and not be pulled into that nearly as much just because I continue to train myself the same way. And so it's, again, it's a different way of thinking then it changes the action. And then the resistance to do this actually starts to go away. It actually becomes a very powerful process, whether you're talking about eating or talking about, you know, building your business or different things that are. You have any questions, Ali? You look like you're, you're good. Okay. All right. So let's wrap this up. Um, the variables thinking plus action equals results. Uh, understand you change one of those and and as you start to do you'll gain a different level of awareness and then ultimately you'll be able to bring this into every aspect of your life have fun working with this you've reached the end of another episode of business meets spirituality if you like what you heard and feel inspired to do so please leave a review it's awesome hearing from listeners like you and remember never give up on joy